Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Our Falcons conversation as we head out to the wadeford.com hotline. Welcome in our friend Joe Patrick. Joe, how are we? Oh, man, I'm doing good, Chris. Man, I'm just watching this Washington-Utah game, and uh, Michael Penix, he's a, he's a pretty good quarterback, just threw a nice touchdown pass. He, he's, uh, I think he's going to climb in some uh, NFL draft boards. I think he was, like, in the middle of the second round last time I saw some of these projections. I feel like he's going to climb himself up to a top-ten pick. Look, Sorry, that's look, off topic. Well, well you know, he might look good in uh, – <laughs> Yeah, maybe in not. Maybe not. <laughs> red and black. I was just saying. Um, all right, so let's start with some injury updates. What do you got for me? What's the latest? Yeah, you know, it's, it's it's not great for the Falcons concerning the news that just came out today, which is that um, the team has activated Frank Darby and more notably Timmy Horn for the game tomorrow as a standard elevation from the practice squad. The reason why that's big is because David Onyemata goes into this game as questionable, and so I have to think that the elevation of Timmy Horn, a player who played a lot last year, but we have not seen him play much this year on and make game day rosters, uh, he, you know, would be filling that spot and making up the numbers there. And with the team that's already without Grady Jarrett, you know, that's, that's, that's a big ask for the guys who are going to step up on this defensive line. But the Cardinals also have some offensive linemen, like their entire interior offensive line is questionable or out going into this game. So it could be one of those kind of chaotic games. And especially with the Cardinals, you know, obviously getting Kyler Murray, healthy bag James Conner will also play for them. You would think that that's going to be good for them, but at the same time, sometimes when you get a great player back, it can take a, you know a, a couple games for them to kind of find a rhythm. So we'll see how Kyler Murray performs in his first game since returning from injury, but obviously there's some big news on that subject going into this game for both teams. So my first thought when Kyler Murray was announced as a starter was, not again, because this will be the third week in a row that a guy's going to be fresh off the heap, and this sort of <laughs> backyard football style seems to be the Falcons' Achilles heel. Yeah, doesn't it? Like, and that's what's so weird about this defense is this defense was, you know, a, a top 10, top five defense in total yards and in scoring until these last couple of weeks where they've given up the biggest point totals, you know, of the season so far to Tennessee and to, to the Vikings, especially, which was a crazy one given their quarterback situation. But when you go back and really dissect how those games went, the, the point totals, I, I don't really think – I don't think they paint a great picture about what this Falcons defense is because in the Tennessee game, yes, you, you give up some explosive plays, although one of them should have been called back clearly for an offensive pass interference. And then against the Vikings, you put yourself in bad situations with the offense turning the ball over and giving the Vikings shorter fields. You really gave up a bad one at the end of that game. That was the worst kind of we've seen of this defense in the last couple of weeks with the you know Josh Doblet Vikings going, what, 75 yards for a, touch, a game-winning score – 
Um, but, you know, I think that this defense has established itself as one that is going to be tough to play against. But again, when you look at the number, they just got to get sacks. They just got to get sacks. And I'm kind of convinced, Chris, that the whole like uh, pressures stat is like something that's just like a, a media tool for coaches to use because I I don't really see it mattering all that much unless they actually get to the quarterback. I know the coaches will always say, you know, you're trying to disrupt the passer and everything, but I don't know if the stats are really taking that into account, like how much a passer is actually being affected by the rush. So Falcons need to get home against this Cardinals team and really disrupt Kyler Murray. In terms of offense, as we're talking all things Falcons and Cardinals with Joe Patrick, of course, our 92.9 The Game Falcons reporter, um, my theory is if they can put up 21 red zone points tomorrow, this is a win. Is that a fair number for you? Uh, yeah, I would have to think so. I mean, I would have to think so that if they get 21 red zone points, they probably get some other points. And, yeah, that's definitely going to be enough. Uh, again, I do think that there's a ton of – kind of variation that could happen in this game just in terms of the way we project it because of the Kyler Murray situation he could come out in an, and this is a new offensive scheme that we've never seen him in before so really truly nobody knows exactly what this is going to look like that's why I tend to think that it could be a little rougher than some are you know expecting because when you hear the name Kyler Murray you just kind of you know you tend to think about you know his highest moments in the NFL, which have been some of the highest that we've seen from the quarterback position in the league you know with the especially this kind of modern quarterback that he presents himself as, but you would have to think about the way that the Falcons defense is playing. If they can just score those points. And Chris, I would actually say there's obviously been a lot of focus on this team's scoring ability in the red zone, especially in the goal line and who's been getting the ball in those situations. But I also think that this team, you know, they just, they have not created many explosive scoring plays, which teams tend to, you know, rely upon. If you want to be hanging 30 burgers on anybody, you need those big plays that actually score points. Now the Falcons have created Lots of big plays in terms of like 10 yard, 10 plus yard runs, 20 plus yard passes. But that screen pass to Johnny Smith that went 60 yards for a touchdown was their first touchdown this year that happened from outside the red zone. They are just not really creating any of those explosive touchdown plays. And we knew that that was kind of a staple of Arthur Smith's offense when he was in Tennessee. And he even said at the end of last year, it's something we have to improve going into this year. It just hasn't really happened, although they have been able to pick up that chunk yardage. They just have not been able to get the ball in the end zone. Of course, that's been the, been the kind of story that we've been talking about all week. You mentioned uh, the red zone trips and the play calling being coming into question. What type of game plan do you expect from Arthur Smith this week? Well, I mean, you know, I'm sure we'll see some wrinkles. Like, I know that fans have kind of gotten upset because of some of the wrinkles in particular that have, you know, utilized Jonu Smith kind of near the goal line, either as a runner or a passer, when uh, you would think that if you're trying to utilize Jonu Smith, you would want to throw him the ball. But I think that that's just part of Arthur Smith's game. Like, he's going to, you know, have some of those wrinkles that get you off of tendencies. And we've seen it, them work for the Falcons, maybe not when they're closer to the goal line, but we've seen, you know, the Drake London pass to John U. Smith and those types of plays that um, have the potential to be like what we were talking about earlier with those big kind of scoring touchdown plays. So, you know, in terms of the game plan, I think that they're going to, you know, continue to, I, I don't think it's going to be anything super drastically different. I think that this Falcons offense, if they just punch it in, in some situational, uh, you know, spots here and there, I think we're looking at a totally different team. We have a totally different outlook on what this team is if they're not, you know, fumbling at the goal line or turning the ball over in some of these spots where you would expect them to score a touchdown. So, you know, there's been a lot of consternation over it, but I generally think that the Falcons offense will get it together and start scoring the points and being the kind of offensive unit that I think we all thought we would once they can stop turning the ball over. Will that happen? 
I think that that's up in the air. It's anybody's guess. But I will say that, you know, I think it's worth getting another look at Taylor Heineke and how he performs in this game. It's so hard coming into the middle of the season, just playing well in your first game, especially he was talking about when you're a, when you're a scout team quarterback, you're often kind of encouraged to, to fit the ball into tighter windows because you want to give the defense those looks of how the throws are going to come in on certain routes. And so you just have to kind of dial that back a little bit. And obviously there's just some just general sloppiness and accuracy issues too, that he'll have to work out, but um, you know, we'll see how he performs. And of course this team will make a decision going into the buy on the long-term quarterback situation. What I think is the frustrating part about what you just said though, Joe is yes, Taylor Heineke coming in, whatever, you know, having to adjust on the fly, but he's a veteran in this league. And then you have, I don't know, John U. Smith, Kyle Pitts, Drake London, you have Tyler Algier, B. John Robinson, Mac Hollins. I know some of those guys have been in and out of the lineup the past couple of weeks, but still collectively there's a ton of talent on this offense. Just get them the ball, Joe. Why does it seem to be so difficult at times for that to happen? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, of course, you, you, you want to get these guys the ball. I, I, I think there have been some... Um... Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Listen, like they, they definitely could be getting these guys the ball a lot, uh, you know, more often in certain areas where I think they would have been effective. You know, if you look at Bijan Robinson's touch numbers, like they're right up in line with some of the top backs in the NFL, like in terms of like just how often he's getting the ball. I think he's got 141 touches so far this year. A lot of people forget he's got 30 catches already. So this team, I think, is trying to get these playmakers the ball. And I think that, you know, it's reflected that this is, actually is a decent offense within, you know, the, like within the twenties, like, I'm, like, so what's been really plagued this team is turnovers and having really bad field position. It's really hard to score points when you have that combination. And again, like, I, I know it seems like very simplistic to say, but I think a lot of the issues that Falcons fans have with the way that this offense has produced, you know, over the last three, four weeks, really since that Texans game would be so much alleviated if this team can just clean up some things in some situations um, and again, maybe that's maybe that is a big situation on the goal line. You get the ball to Bijan Robinson, where in the past you haven't been doing that. Maybe that is the answer, and maybe we will see more. The, the team try to you know do that more, uh, but I generally think it's not as bad as, a, as 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 it's very easy to to feel like it is because it has a bad results wise. The team is not scoring points. I just don't think that there's major changes that need to be made to get them to score points other than just cleaning up these issues. And I think that that's why they're going to Taylor Heineke. And I think that's one of the reasons why it was so frustrating to see him play the way that he did against Minnesota. Cause he was still kind of putting the ball in harm's way where it's just like, man, if we can just not have these, especially like back to back turnovers, like the team had 
uh, in Jackson or I guess in London against Jacksonville and then uh, against Minnesota with Bijan's fumble and then the interception from Heineke. You can just clean that up. I, it changes the whole complexion of the season. What this team's outlook is at this point, not being four and five. Instead, you might be five and three or, or five and four or something better. Here's the problem. I just looked this up, and and it really, really stands out when you look at it from this standpoint, Joe. Bijan Robinson is 517 yards rushing. The leader in the league is Christian McCaffrey with 650. So if you put Bijan back in that game where he only got one touch, you're looking at them being pretty close. Here's the difference. Mm-hmm. Christian McCaffrey has nine rushing touchdowns. Bijan Robinson has one. Yep. Yep. That's it. I mean, that, and again, that's what, like, I point to that. Like, I, I, I agree that, you know, if this team, and it, 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 maybe it's not Bijan, if it's Drake London scoring the touchdowns or anybody scoring the touchdowns, I think we have a very different feel about how all these players are performing in Arthur Smith's system. And I think that, because those touchdowns have not come and some of it may be down to Arthur Smith. I'm not against, you know, criticism of his play calling in certain situations at all, but I just think that if they were to have, you know, in those kind of six to 10 opportunities that could have gone a different way so far this season, then you're thinking totally differently. Now I know that that's a lot of like ifs, sands or buts, but I I just think that we could very well be looking at a different situation had some kind of freakish things not occurred with fumbles happening at the one yard line and, and these kinds of things. So I think that, and, and again, they got to play better. They, they got to play better overall. They just cannot be putting themselves in the positions where teams with less talent than they have, like the Tennessee Titans, like the Minnesota Vikings last week, are in position to beat them. And, 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 they, and this is a test of that because, you know, you would think that the Falcons are one of those teams who have a better, you know, just better talent, player for player, than the Cardinals have this week, even with Kyler Murray returning. Wrapping up our conversation here with our buddy Joe Patrick, Falcons reporter for 92.9 The Game, right here. Chris Thomas hanging out with you until 7 o'clock. All right, last question. I'm going to ask you this question to end the interview this week, and then next week, if we chat again, I'm going to ask it to you to start the interview. You ready for this one? Okay, I like this. The Falcons starting quarterback after the bye week will be? (laughs) Oh, man. So... I think the starting quarterback after the bye week will be Taylor Heineke. That is my guess. That is my guess. And that's not necessarily what I would do, but that is the way that I feel like Arthur Smith and and just the team is leaning, having been there, just total contextual. That's just the feeling that I get being up at the facility and talking to some people. But um, again, I don't know if that's the right decision, but that's what I'm going with right now. I think that's what they will end up doing. All right, I'm very much looking forward to asking you that exact same question. <laughs> I am too. One week from now after we see what happens tomorrow in Arizona. All right, Joe, appreciate you as always. Enjoy the game, my friend. All right, Chris, have a good show, man. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.